right, everyone. We'd like to welcome the FPGA's Director of Governmental Affairs, Craig Kessler, to the program today. Seems like you're a pretty popular guy these days, Craig. I've never been more popular or more at the center of things, and quite honestly, I can't wait till we get back to a little bit more of a regular order and, and I go back to the back pages and a little bit quieter. Yeah, that is understood. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with your role, can you give them an idea of what your work consists of here at the SCGA and, and your impact on the Southlands golf landscape as a whole? Well, along with Assistant Director of Governmental Affairs, Kevin Fitzgerald, our job is to really figure out or sort of distill the um, the basic interests of the greater golf community in, in Southern California and obviously in the state of California on legislative affairs, regulatory affairs, particularly with respect to municipal golf, that is government golf, and uh, try to figure it out and then uh, and then pursue those uh, interests to, to the best of our ability in, in the basic interests of our members, our member clubs, and, and greater golfers and all the golfers in the state of California. That's terrific. And, you know, back when the world operated normally, you're mostly behind the scenes. But with courses being shut down and now reopening, you really find yourself at the forefront for facilitating a lot of these decisions. Um, Has your day-to-day changed at all since the COVID crisis? Well, first of all, all of us at SCGA are working remotely. And many of my colleagues who work on on events, Work in, the, work in the handicap system, course rating, championships, uh, member outings, all the various things that the SCGA does on behalf of its members in Southern California. Uh, I'm, I've never been busier uh, because I've, my, Kevin and I have been at the, uh, the front line of all of the activity involving uh, openings, closings, the policies that, that suffuse those decisions. And of course, uh, on a normal beautiful day, spring day, uh, most of our members are either working or they're out playing golf if they have that opportunity. Uh, many are not working right now. Many are working at home. And uh, although increasingly in the last week or so, more and more are playing golf, but particularly for those first few weeks when there was no golf being played, uh, they had time on their hands to send emails and make phone calls as to um, when they might be able to get, get some idea about when they could get back uh, playing golf courses or playing on their golf clubs. Yeah, and to that point, we've had some significant news recently um, as Ventura, Riverside, and Orange Counties have all allowed golf courses to reopen in the past few days. Uh, what was the SCGA's role in these decisions? The SCGA role from the beginning has mostly been to try to track all of the news related to the closures, both all of the stay-at-home or safer-at-home directives and what that may or may not mean for for golf uh, now and moving forward in particular, but also uh, on behalf of our facilities and clubs, tracking all of the congressional legislation uh, in all of its forms that provide direct relief to those who work in the industry, uh, direct relief to those uh, the businesses that are in the industry, and then of course uh, to the private clubs who at, who also uh, sometimes it's not understood provision has been made in congressional legislation for them as well. It's slightly different provision than for those golf facilities that operate as more traditional for-profit businesses. So trying to keep them apprised. Also, uh, Kevin Fitzgerald and I have been on a lot of webinars, 
we have been in a lot of live uh, huge meetings with our allied associations, particularly with the Northern California and Southern California PGA section. And I think we've, uh, and in trying to keep everyone apprised, uh, we've been doing updates that have gone out to the SCGA governmental affairs mailing list, have gone onto a blog that gets it's populated on the SCGA website, trying to, and they go out in the evening because literally at the end, the day's events don't seem to end till six or seven o'clock. And many of these governments have taken to issuing new directives and so forth after seven in the evening. And in one case, in the case of Ventura, as you mentioned, that particular order. And we had worked with our golf facilities and worked with the public health director and worked with the county to make sure that we knew that it was their desire, same thing in Riverside or Orange County and in other counties beyond, that the degree to which the thinking is that the time had come to permit some form of golf, we wanted to make sure that we were cooperating with them to ensure that it would be smooth and that it would be successful uh, those first few days out. Because many people probably don't remember, because it seems a lifetime ago, that after the governor issued his statewide order and in the aftermath, immediate aftermath of that, the counties in Southern California issued uh, what appeared to be much stricter orders, but those very counties and cities that issued those stricter orders uh, opened up, construed those orders in such a way that they opened up the golf courses that they, that they owned in the days immediately thereafter. So that's been a little bit of a myth. Golf in a certain form, practicing very strict social distancing without staff and without money, monetary transactions on site, has always been consistent with the statewide orders. What happened is that it became inconsistent with the public health's need to so clamp down on everything, including walking alone on the beach and walk, walking trails and so forth, in order right. to flatten the pandemic curve sufficiently so we could uh, you know, stem the virus. Yeah, uh, and and as you mentioned, or as we mentioned, you know, those three counties have allowed the courses to reopen. Do you envision this trend to continue throughout the state? Or are we going to continue to see see this happening throughout uh, throughout the Golden State here? Well, I've just been informed that uh, that Napa County, that's obviously not in Southern California, but it's in the state, so it's under the same governor's order, has just reopened or made the decision to reopen today. So I think that's a coming trend. And it's not, and, and it's because golf is peculiarly amenable to social distancing protocols that are fully consistent with where we are right now in stemming the pandemic curve. Not having anything to do with uh, the golf is special or somehow privileged or because it's a business, it is a business, it's a large business, but there are a lot of businesses that are businesses. It's entirely related. It is an outdoor recreational activity that can be played. And we've always known that when we got on the other side of the pandemic curve, golf was going to be among those very first things reintroduced uh, to our lives. And that process is unfolding right now. As you stated, it, it's happened in Ventura, Orange, and Riverside counties. And Riverside County is, is the home to more golf courses in California than any other county. Right. It's uh, gone on in San Luis Obispo County, Sacramento, Placer, now Napa, so we expect to see the big ones, San Diego and Los Angeles trail, because obviously it's much more difficult with a dense population and a very high population. Yeah, and that's understood. So, uh, you know, on the flip side of this, is there any worry that some of these reopenings are a little bit premature? 
I think the golf industry has pivoted from um, making the case that there will be a time earlier than later where it's safe to reintroduce golf to recognizing that that time is upon us and that it is absolutely incumbent, not just on the industry, but every individual golfer out there to perform, to make sure we maintain those social distancing practices. Because we all know there's going to be a second wave of this pandemic. That's the way it's always been with viral pandemics. And it will come sometime fall, maybe winter, uh, next winter. And when that happens, um, golf will either be seen by the public as something that, that, would, that performed well and is fully consistent as an outdoor recreational activity under, under strict social distancing conditions, or it will see it perhaps as something that needs to be curtailed again. And that's entirely, uh, that's entirely based upon how we perform and how individual golfers perform moving immediately forward. Yeah, let's let's stay safe out there, everybody. So, nearly every every golfer I've talked to or you know interacted with on the SCJ social media channels has an opinion on whether golf should be allowed or not. Um, what would you say to those folks? Because it's clearly a much more complicated issue than simply the question: Is it safe? Yes, it's extremely complicated, and it's been very difficult because the one thing. SEGA's 175,000 members have in common is they all play golf. Most of the issues that Kevin and I, Kevin Fitzgerald and I deal with are laser focused on golf and golf's interests. This one, yes, there's a significant golf component, but this is a public health crisis. And among our 175,000 members, while they all play golf, they all have very different opinions about a lot of different things. And this issue brings those opinions to the fore and many of them cooped up at home and can't not being able to get on the golf course trust me i've heard a lot of disparate opinions in the last few weeks yes and um you know we're all doing our best here to uh you know i think everybody wants to golf but you know we want to keep this uh entire crisis in perspective as well so i'd like to remind all our listeners that the latest legislative updates can always be found on scga.org uh, we've recently created a covid 19 updates hub for a one-stop shop experience. Um, so go, go on over to our website and check that out. Um, but Craig, I think that does it for this episode of Quarantine Chronicles. Thank you so much for joining us. Super informative. So just stay safe out there and keep fighting the good fight. <laughs>